It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kick well, down. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist. And this show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in nutrition education and counseling that improves the health of our clients. You know, last week, Dr. Oz had a hard-hitting, great article about sugar. In fact, after reading the article, the bitter truth about added sugar, real Mm -hmm. or fake, is that it's still dangerous. Mm -hmm. I said to myself, way to go, Dr. Oz. (laughs) Let me read you a few sentences Dr. Oz writes. There is nothing reasonable about the amount of sugars and syrups being added to all kinds of food, from bagels to frozen veggie mixes. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. Frozen Mm -hmm. veggie mixes. Imagine eating 22 teaspoons of sugar for breakfast every day. Mm -hmm. That is the average for all of us Americans. 22 teaspoons of sugar for breakfast. So what is that, all that sugar, what does that do to our health or your health? It lowers your HDL cholesterol, which is considered the good cholesterol. It raises bad triglycerides and sets you up for heart disease, stiff joints, Alzheimer's, diabetes, vision loss, and a lowered immune function. The bottom line Eating lots of Christmas cookies can set you up to catch a cold or virus. Today we want to give you some ideas about foods that will lower your immune function and foods that will support your immune system, plus some key supplements that you can use to avoid getting sick over this next holiday season. Joining me today are two wonderful co-hosts. Anna Derhock is a licensed nutritionist. She counsels clients in our St. Paul office and teaches many classes to businesses and community groups. So welcome, Anna. Thank you, Dar. It's great By to be here. By the way, <laughs> another thing about Anna I want to tell everyone is she has three young children. And if you have a question about breastfeeding, mm-hmm. baby nutrition, <laughs> or what to feed your to- toddler, Anna is the go-to nutritionist. <laughs> You've got to go. And in fact... I go to her too because I don't know. All <laughs> yeah, this. you do sometimes, right there. <laughs> I don't know all this anymore. Right, right. It's been a long time. <laughs> yes, a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. But Dar often teases me all the time about laughing, and yes. that, but it's good. It's good, right, Dar? Yeah, it's it good is. to laugh. <laughs> um, but so researching for this show. I found that these cells called NK killer cells, which basically just stands for natural killer cells. Um, they increase when you're happy. You should have lots so of them. So I should have lots. I should never get sick, right? Um, and um, these these natural killer cells also kill off these the viral infections that that could you know at- potentially attack our our immune system. So um, so it's really important to keep those natural killer cells up so we don't get sick. Um, and the researchers also found when you are happy. Feeling good and laughing, your natural killer cells multiply like rabbits. <laughs> Which some say I do that, but I'm done. I promise I am done. No, it's so, okay. <laughs> so now every time I laugh out loud, I always think that I'm improving my immune system. And I know, you know, life is good. 
Yeah, it is. It can't get any better. (laughs) Perfect reason to laugh a lot and have fun. Yes. And you do. I know that. (laughs) So also joining us today is Tamara Brown. Tamara is a registered dietitian and loves anything to do with food. Right. Buying it, cooking it, and especially eating (laughs) it. Especially that. (laughs) So, Tamara, what food would you pick to be the best immune support for any kind of food? Yeah, that's a good question, Um, especially like we talked about this time of year. And I would have to say meat. Meat? Yes, (laughs) meat. Good old meat. So why is that? Well, meat is high in the mineral zinc, and every living cell in our body needs zinc. And, you know, when we're thinking about immune function, zinc plays a huge role in improving our immune system. But the interesting thing is that our bodies has no storage sites for zinc. So, Tamara, do you mean that if I eat, take a zinc supplement today yes. that I can't store it for next Saturday? That's correct. <laughs> that is interesting. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. So, really, you would need to take one every day. Yes. Yeah, if you're already deficient uh-huh. in it. Yep. Exactly. Amazing. That is. The things we we learn on this show. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And just thinking, if we're thinking about eating foods that contain zinc, it's the same kind of idea that we would need to eat them every day. Right. So we would need to eat meat every day and ideally every meal and snack. So here's an interesting tidbit. The average zinc intake for Americans is 13 milligrams a day for men and 9 milligrams a day for women, which just meets the minimum daily requirement, I but was just barely. Say, wow. Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't sound like very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we come back to the idea of food, what is the best food source of zinc? Who wants to guess? Something to have to, having to do with seafood. Good guess, Anna. <laughs> it's oysters. <laughs> so six medium oysters give us about 77 milligrams of zinc. Oh, wow, that's amazing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's, that's awesome. huge. I didn't know that. Yep, wow. that's huge. And another good source is beef. So a four-ounce serving of beef will provide 12 milligrams of zinc. So enough to have at least meat bare minimum. Yep. Yes. Okay, exactly. that's yes. great. So now I get the whole idea. My mother used to serve oyster stew for Christmas Eve. Oh, yum. And then she would always serve a beef roast for for Christmas dinner then. So I think what she was trying to do, we didn't know it, but I think she was trying to load us up on zinc so we didn't get sick over Christmas vacation. Yeah, so you could enjoy it. Yes, that's right. (laughs) And we know... um, that 62% of adults and 73% of children, that's a lot. I bet they're not eating. They're not eating the weight and wellness way. Nope. Nope, they're not. <laughs> um, in the U.S., okay, so that was 62% for adults and 73% of children are deficient in zinc just here in the U.S. Um, and the body, it requires zinc to do tons of things to develop and activate those T cells, which help us fight off viruses. Um, and bacteria and low zinc levels are associated with increased susceptibility to, to pneumonia and other really intense infections in older adults. So think about that, Anna. There's more sus- older adults are more susceptible to pneumonia. So what aren't they eating? We well, think yeah, about think about it. They're not eating the the protein, the meat, the them, yeah, because sometimes it's harder to prepare or the funds aren't there i mean you know yeah or they they just get so they don't want to cook yep. and so they so just they get lazy and to- yep. i didn't say that no <laughs> sorry i mean not lazy but you know 
they, they, some people think they put it in their time and they don't want to cook anymore. Yeah, so they toast a piece of toast yep. and put a little margarine on it. And, of course, then they get pneumonia. Yep. Right. <laughs> yep. So if we jump back to the food sources of yes. zinc, we just mentioned we find it in meat. Yes. So chicken, turkey, beef, oysters, those are all great sources of zinc. So how would we know? You know, how would we know if we have low zinc levels? Well, some symptoms might include hair loss. Uh, mm, that's an interesting that one. That is an interesting one. <laughs> Slow wound healing. Low energy levels, poor immune functions, and even uh, prescription drugs can sometimes increase the excretion of zinc from our bodies. So, what kind of what kind of things would increase secretion or help us, you know, not have enough zinc? Actually, when we think of prescription medications, that a lot of people. That's a good question Ooh. for you guys. Come on now. Diuretics? Think, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. There she is. Diuretics. Anna's on it. She's always on it. You're on it today, Anna. <laughs> I'm trying. So if um, you may be using a prescription medication, um, we recommend taking a zinc supplement so that you can put that zinc back in the system, mm-hmm. especially if you have a tendency to get sick during the holiday season or, or the winter you, or any time. Or you could eat oysters every day. Right. That's true, Perfect. too. That's <laughs> an excellent uh, that sounds awesome. idea. I would do that. So if you want to test your zinc level, uh, you can actually just come into one of our weight and wellness offices, and we have a quick zinc taste test, which will let you know if you are zinc deficient. Yes. And it's simple, yep. easy. And, you know, when I'm working with clients, I often recommend that people, you know, they, they take at least... 30 milligrams of zinc every day, and but not more than 60. And that kind of keeps them away from the flu and colds during the this season. Right. Pretty simple. Yeah. Yes. And I know, Dar, that you talked about, too, like um, um, if you're really deficient, you it can make you nauseous if you take too much. So start slowly and then really build up. Exactly. So, yep. yeah. Good point, Anna. Yeah. And I got in trouble with one of my clients because they got nauseous. So I learned that from Dar. <laughs> so that's why I'm mentioning it. Okay. Um, <laughs> But it just makes sense if you eat well, which really means eating the weight and wellness way. Um, it's key to building a strong immune system. You know, what you put in your body is going to affect how you feel and, um, you know, how your body functions. So when we realize most Americans eat 22 teaspoons of sugar just for breakfast, just just one meal, we know people are in trouble with their immune, immune system. So, tomorrow, how's our, what do you think? Should we take a break? Yes, let's okay. go ahead and take a break. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you want a strong, but not the best tasting (laughs) antiviral, I would direct you to grapefruit seed extract. When you eat a grapefruit and pick away the seed, you may be surprised that grapefruit seeds have powerful antiviral, antifungal, and antibacterial properties. So if you have a sore throat coming on, take a few drops of grapefruit seed extract in water, gargle it, and usually the sore throat is gone in one or two days. A magic. It It is is magic. It is awesome. (laughs) The product containing grapefruit extract at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is called Liquid Advantage. It is inexpensive and lasts forever. Mm -hmm. Questions about your immune function today? Give us a call, 651-641-1071. 
If you're like me, you try to eat right, but the definition of healthy eating seems like a moving target. Should I eat low-carb or low-fat? Do eggs and butter raise my cholesterol? Is coffee good after all? Don't rely on sound bites and infomercials for something as important as your health. You deserve recommendations based on biochemistry. Nutritional Weight and Wellness is offering My Talk 1071 listeners a complimentary e-newsletter that is chock full of nutrition information and tips. The Weight and Wellness Way newsletter provides sound information and practical strategies from a nutritionist's perspective. Learn a natural approach to healthy eating based on real whole foods you buy at the grocery store. All this and best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the complimentary Weight and Wellness Way e-newsletter, go to weightandwellness.com and enter your email address. Then watch your inbox every month for nutrition news and special offers that will help you look and feel your best. For information on other services at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, call 651-699-3438. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, another key nutrient to keep a healthy immune function is vitamin A. Remember when your grandmother would give you a dose of cod liver oil? especially during the winter so you wouldn't get sick. Cod liver oil is a great source of vitamin A. A very effective immune builder is to take a teaspoon of cod liver oil daily. You know, cod liver oil tastes a lot better than it used to. Anna, do you feed your kids cod liver oil? No, but I feed them fish oil because they won't take cod liver oil. Okay. So have you tried our new um, orange-flavored cod liver oil? Okay. Maybe I'll try that. Yeah, it's very good. Okay. And it's designed, it's like taking a dream sickle. Are you serious? Oh, you know what? No, that's the one I give my kids. They love it. Okay, okay, never mind. That is not But I will try orange flavored because they don't like the lemon. Okay. So. All right, sounds good. (laughs) So, Tamara, should we take a caller or two or three or four? Yes. Okay. We've got a lot of callers today. (laughs) Very good. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Pamela, do you have a question for us this morning? Yeah, listening. Um. Zinc. Now, if somebody, you said dehydration. Yes. Or diuretics will decrease your zinc. So does that include exercise if you sweat a lot? Great question. We were just talking about that during break. Yes. Um, if you, if, because you do lose a lot of minerals through sweat. So zinc is a big one that you would lose if you sweat a lot or especially um, um, in humid weather. But I know I'm always deficient in zinc and I sweat a ton. So Okay. And I have a second question, too. My 18-year-old's been fighting planter's warts on her feet for probably about a year and a half now. Yes. And we've gone to the dermatologist many times and, you know, the laser treatment, and they just, she said, well, some things, your body isn't fighting them like they should, like it should. So how do we build up her immune system to keep the warts from coming back or growing further? Well, one trick is... If uh, Anna's going to add some things, one trick that we do is we use some of that liquid advantage Mm -hmm. and put it right on the ward and maybe put a little Band-Aid over it or something so that it stays there and it kills off. I believe a ward is a fungus. It's a fungus. fungus. Yes. And so it kills off that fungus and it doesn't hurt. Okay. So you keep doing that over and over and over and eventually it just dies off. Three times a day and until it until it goes away. That's what I tell a lot of my clients that have warts. 
So okay, because she has a couple big ones, and then these little pin needle, yep. you know, the yep, pinhead ones. Yeah, but just keep doing that. But then, you know, you have to do all the other things to build up her immune yeah. system, getting her to eat meat, mm-hmm. and also taking the zinc. I'd probably do it all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the vitamin A. We're going to talk about vitamin D later on in the show. That is so critical for immune function, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, those and keeping her away from sugar and pop. Right. Yeah. I mean, those are the those you know, are the big ones. Yeah, yeah. So, but try try the liquid advantage, okay. right on the award, and I think you'll be amazed. Yeah. Can she also dilute a few drops in a tub of water and then soak her feet? Sure. Yep. Yep. And she, she can. can ingest it too. It would help to fight off the virus inside her too. So right. when you ingest it, how do you put it in a glass of water? Yeah, yep. you know, maybe ten drops a couple of times a day, or you start out with yep. five drops a couple of times a day. Okay, so it doesn't upset your stomach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Thank you. I Great your question. Show. Thank you Thanks for calling. Going. Yes. Shall we take another caller? Yes. Tomorrow? Let's take another okay. caller. Sounds good. Thanks for calling. Dishing up nutri- nutrition. Kristen, do you have a call, uh, question for us today? Good morning. Yes, I do. I have actually two kind of similar questions. Um, first, it's regarding probiotics. Mm-hmm. Taking probiotics, is there any adverse effects with um, taking a probiotic and then drinking coffee? Does the coffee somehow cancel out the probiotics, or should I just take it at a different time? Yeah, she should take it at a different time. Yes, uh, coffee can kill off the probiotics. Mm-hmm. You know, we recommend um, taking your probiotics before meals, you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes before, and then have your coffee after your meal. Yeah. Okay, okay. So would um, you even recommend taking it then the probiotic even three times a day? Yes, I would. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then secondly... Um, with the aloe vera juice, I have heard some people saying that they um, that they take aloe vera even once a day, like just daily. Mm-hmm. And but then the, on the bottles, I've read to to not have that be a daily thing. You know, maybe like just a, a weekly kind of detox kind of thing, but not a daily regimen. What would be your suggestion? Well, I know that aloe sometimes will cause uh, diarrhea for people, so. Mm-hmm. That's probably the reason that they're cautioning people not to take it every day. So I think, um, you know, honestly, that's the best answer I have. I don't have a, we don't use um, aloe vera juice or any of that. Yeah, we just use super aloe, like, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, that one I don't know for sure. Okay. It stumped me. (laughs) My gosh. I don't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, perfect. Well, thank you all very much. I really appreciate it. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) So shall we take one more caller? Yes, let's take one more. more. Okay, one more caller. Yes. Thanks for calling Dishing Up Nutrition. Tracy, do you have a question for us today? Hi, Tracy. Hello. Hi, how are you? Okay, good. How are you? You have a question? I did. I have a question with regards to how can you calm an overreactive immune system? My son and I seem to react to everything, environment, food, mode, um, and so we're just not real sure how to get everything balanced, even though we're doing no grains, no sugar, um, all the healthy protein for all the different meals. So have you also eliminated dairy products? We have. Been lactose intolerant for a while. Okay. (laughs) And are you know are you taking some probiotics? We do. Wow, you're doing a lot. <laughs> That's how I feel, but still, the overreactive immune system is. Kind you know, of I would say mm-hmm. if you could possibly make an appointment with one of us, because 
there's something that you're eating or there's something in your environment that is causing that to happen. And okay. so it's like trying to figure out, mm -hmm. asking you lots of questions and figuring out exactly what it is. And you do um, out-of-state clients? How, how does yes, that we work? do. We do. We do phone clients. Yes, we do. Yeah. So oh. then just call into the number on your site? Exactly. Yes. Oh, yep. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you very much. Oh, we got callers from all over today. Yeah, That's awesome. great. Love it. So maybe we were talking, <laughs> uh, we were been talking about immune function. And one of the things that I noticed, and I don't know if you, if you ladies have noticed this, but in our papers because I still read the paper every morning, at least one or two of them, I notice that there are full-page ads encouraging people to get a vaccination for shingles. Mm. And I guess I would kind of ask, why is there such a problem with people getting shingles? And it must be a big problem because, and it must be affecting enough people right. because the people that make the vaccine can actually pay for a full-page ad. Right. So you have to say, so what is happening to mm -hmm. people? Why are they getting shingles so often? And I think Dr. Oz hit it right on the the nose when he, you know, he talked about his concern about sugar. Mm -hmm. I mean, and especially during the holidays, you know, everybody's baking and, you know, 22 teaspoons of sugar for breakfast. That is a whammy on your immune system. You're, 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 nobody's oh, immune yeah. system can handle that, you know. So we know sugar inhibits the ability of white blood cells to fight off viruses. Well, lots of people don't know that, Anna. Yeah. Well, some people don't, yes. yes. <laughs> but we know. We know. Yes. You know, at Nutrition, Weight, and Wellness, and that's why we're always encouraging people to really eliminate sugar or, you know, really reduce it. Because it does have a huge effect on your immune system. So, And, and shingles is a virus. It's a virus. Yeah. It is, totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, just talking about this, it, it reminds me of Wendy, who, um, you know, listeners may know well. <laughs> a lot of times on the show, she says that we need to connect the nutritional dots. Mm -hmm. So what causes us to be more vulnerable to viruses at this time? Is it that heaping cup of sugar that we're eating daily? Mm -hmm. Plus, what about those toxic man-made fats? When you look at a nutrition label, for example, Pop-Tarts, mm. uh, you will find nine teaspoons of sugar in the form of high fructose corn syrup, and you'll also see something called partially hydrogenated soybean oil. And that is a man-made trans fat, mm -hmm. toxic fat. And, you know, that's what a lot of kids are getting for breakfast. Right. So no wonder they have to miss school because they're sick. Yes. Right. They're getting all these nasty fats. Yes. So, so. a pot... Pop-Tart has nine teaspoons of sugar. Yes. And partially hydrogenated fat. Yes. Mm. And that's why they can't focus in school either. Exactly. <laughs> Tamara, do you think it's time for a break? Yes. Let's go ahead and take another break. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Of course, we need to talk about how vitamin C enhances your immune function because it is involved in white cell when white cell production and is very important in the development of cells that line the um, respiratory, urinary, and digestive tracts, which form the first line of defense against infection. Usually 500 to 1,000 milligram daily keeps colds away, but if you feel a cold coming on, try increasing vitamin C to 3,000 to 4,000 for a few days. Questions, give us a call, 651-641-1071. People often ask, what is the difference between a nutritionist and a dietitian? 
Another question I often get from aspiring nutritionists is, can I take this 20-hour nutrition course online and become licensed? Well, those are really great questions. And no, a 20-hour nutrition course does not qualify you to be licensed. So, Anna, maybe just to clear some things up, tell listeners your kind of your educational background, the requirements to be licensed. And Mm -hmm. we know a licensed nutritionist or a dietitian takes much more training than like a health coach at the gym Mm -hmm. or through your insurance company. So your background, tell us. So it's extensive. It's. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so I have a bachelor's in nutrition. So, mm-hmm. and then um, I also went on to which get, is four years, which is four years. Yep. Um, and then I also went on to do my master's degree in nutrition, and that qualified me to um, apply for licensure in the state of Minnesota. But before I could even apply for licensure, I had to get, um, an, I had to do a nine hundred hour internship with. A, a nutrition professional, which was Dar, so yes. and I'd been working with her for a while. So, so yeah, you have to. I mean, you still have to do an extensive internship, you know, and do a whole master's degree. So, so you have to have a master's degree mm-hmm. in nutrition to become licensed, licensed. as a nutritionist in yeah. in the state of Minnesota. In the state of Minnesota. Yeah. And Tamara, yes, you're a, you're a registered dietitian. Tell us more about how do you become a dietitian. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> um, in order to become a dietitian, you uh, need a bachelor's of science in nutrition and dietetics. Um, and then after you have that degree, um, if it's a dietetics program, then you would be um, eligible to do a dietetics internship, mm-hmm. which will range anywhere from six months to a year, just depending on uh, how the program is organized. And after the internship, you will then be eligible to take the exam to become a registered dietitian. After you pass the exam, you can then become licensed in the state, apply to be licensed in the state. So a long process, lots it is a of process. Yep. Yes, it is a process. At least five years because most internships are nine to 12 months. Right, yep. because if you did it as an undergrad program, it would be four years plus the internship. Plus the internship. Exactly. Yep. yep, exactly. So Nutritional Weight and Wellness is actually looking for a licensed nutritionist or a licensed dietitian. Um, we're expanding our services, and so we are looking to hire someone. So if somebody's available and I kind of understand what we do, um, just send a resume to Corey, and that's K-O-R-Y, at weightandwellness.com. And uh, should we take a caller tomorrow? Yes. All right. Let's go ahead and do that. Thanks for calling Dishing Up Nutrition. Julie, do you have a question for us this morning? Yes. Over the last six months, maybe, I have developed extreme dry mouth. Um, my dentist recommended a special toothpaste and a special mouthwash, but they do not do anything. I wake up during the night a couple times, and my tongue feels dry like shoe leather, and my lips mm-hmm. are very dry feeling. They feel like they are when you've been running a fever. So now, tell me, are you on any medication? Um, yes, I have a prescription for Prizatin for... Um, High cholesterol, uh, 80 milligrams a day. Okay. And uh, then I take a multivitamin, and I take extra D, and I take fish oil. and. Okay, and any other medication? No. Okay. So how long have you been taking that medication? Oh, for about a year. Okay. I would probably, you know, I would look at 
I mean, if you're drinking enough water and you're taking Mm omega-3, so you're hydrating the cells. You know, I don't know if you're taking three omega-3s, but I would. So you're hydrating those cells with both water, which should be eight to ten glasses of water a day. So you're getting the hydration, and I assume you're not drinking Diet Pop or, nope. you know, getting something that's going to dehydrate. Uh, I I would take a look at the, your medication. There's something that, you know, nothing else has changed with you. So it's probably a side effect of the medication, right. and which is not uncommon. So okay. then you have yeah. to say maybe you differ, you might need a different one. So that mm-hmm. would be our recommendation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, but thank you because I think this has ha- this happens to a lot of different people. So it must because now they've come out with another oh, mouthwash. Oh sure. Dry yeah. Mouth. Right. <laughs> yeah. But you gotta go to the source. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Why? Yeah. yeah so. I'm taking two thousand milligrams IU's of D three. Yep. I mean mm-hmm. that should probably be enough. You know, we recommend getting, you know, a vitamin D check to see if it is. It may not be, but. I mean, you know, you're on the right directions at least. Yeah. So look at your medication. Okay. And then All I right. was listening to you on zinc, and I thought, oh, I'm not getting enough zinc from my multivitamin, and I don't eat beef very often. Okay. <laughs> and I never eat oysters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, okay. All right. Thank, Thank you. you for the call. Thank you for the call. Wow. So before we were talking about the 22 teaspoons of sugar that most people are eating for breakfast. Yeah, and just like Tamara saying, the Pop-Tart has nine teaspoons of sugar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe if they throw a cup of juice on there. I was just going to say that. (laughs) Yeah, A bottle of juice more so. But, you know, instead of a Pop-Tart, we could, you know, these same kids could be fed a salmon patty. My kids all love the salmon cakes that are salmon cake recipe. Okay. Um, They love fish, though, so I guess that helps. Um, or smoked salmon with a little cream cheese, yes. you know, mm-hmm. on, you know, I don't know, one of the wasa crackers or even just, you know, sliced tomatoes. My kids like that. Um, they're, they're rich in omega-3s, you know, so they're they're going to help the immune system. Omega-3 fish oils help boost the immune system. Um, um, but they also provide energy for our cells, too, to, to fight off, the, you know, disease and, and viruses. So... Um, but there's also all, a ton of other things you can do for kids or just for yourself um, for breakfast. It doesn't have to be fish. Um, and it doesn't have to be eggs. And it doesn't we have talk to be about, eggs. No, we talk about eggs a lot. A lot. But, so we're trying to think of other ideas that, in you know, it's kind yeah. of neat that you have these young kids and they yeah. love the salmon patties. Well, and mm-hmm. meatloaf muffins. Yes. I mean, my uh-huh. kids have eaten meatloaf muffins for breakfast because we didn't have eggs yep. or anything else. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've made those. Um, I turkey roll ups. Mm-hmm. My sure. daughter Isabel would eat those every meal if I made those for her. And I don't always use cream cheese. Sometimes I use avocado or guacamole. Sometimes I use hummus. Yes. So mm-hmm. you can really mix things up. And you know, you can actually. A lot of people just have leftover chili in the yeah. morning for mm-hmm. breakfast. Yeah. Or those great chicken sauces we talk about yes. too. The Applegate Farms, mm-hmm. or I know Trader Joe's has a lot of great yes. ones that don't have any junk in them and no sugar. And no sugar. <laughs> yep. So mm-hmm. I mean, really, those are easy too, and most kids love chicken sausage. So yeah. yeah. So and if you're an older adult like myself, you know, although I really don't feel that old. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that old. <laughs> Rather than having a bowl of cornflakes and toast for breakfast, which, you know, that really takes us right back to the yeah. sugar bowl. Doesn't <laughs> yeah, it, it does. You know, I have a real breakfast like what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, I, a variety of things. Yes. Uh-huh. 
And so there. So here's an idea. Mm-hmm. What about deviled eggs? Oh, yeah. I mean, who doesn't like deviled eggs? I always say <laughs> totally. if you bring them to the party, they are the first things to go yep. because everybody loves them. Make a batch of deviled eggs with real mayonnaise, not Miracle Whip. We want real mayonnaise. And here's a way to make it more interesting. Add some canned salmon to the egg yolk and mix them all up. Salmon deviled eggs. They are excellent. Yes. Yes. Jackie's made those for us. (laughs) Exactly. It's delicious. And then you have lots of omega-3 fats, which we've talked about today. So... If you have, start with six eggs, you add about half of a cup of salmon and uh, a great combination of what could you eat the deviled eggs with? What about some sliced tomatoes, Mm. cucumbers, and a side of strawberries? Yum. Perfect for a Christmas day breakfast. You know, who needs cinnamon rolls when you have deviled (laughs) eggs? That's right. right. Right? And they're so much more filling. (laughs) Exactly. Um, but we, we promised we would talk about other common viruses, such as the herpes simplex virus, which causes cold sores. Um, so if you or your child is always getting a cold sore, you are not alone. About half of children carry the herpes virus. By That's the t- amazing. I half know, of the half. kids. Yeah. By the time, and this is only by the time they reach age of te- age 10. Yes. So, and an outbreak can last up to 10 days and it's very, it can be very painful and obviously it's not very appealing to look at. So for, you know, a teenager, that's not fun. So, you know, if you're a listener, you're probably saying, so what can I do to protect my kids or myself from getting a cold sore outbreak this winter? Yes. And I think let's come back to that after we take a break. Oh, okay. Okay, All right. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Are you looking to take a nutrition class even next week to help you stay focused on healthy eating through this holiday season? We've got some great classes coming up. Foods to Reduce Pain and Inflammation in New Richmond on December 13th from 6 to 8 p.m. And we're doing Balanced Foods for Balanced Moods at uh, Lakeville on December 15th, and that's from 10 to 12. Uh, we've also got nutrition for peak performance at our St. Paul office from 4.30 to 6 p.m. December 15th. And our favorite is Jumpstart Your Metabolism at North Oaks, and that's from 6 to 8 on December 29th. We're getting you ready for the new year. Yes. So we'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. There was some very new, interesting research that came out this week about breast cancer. The researchers found a higher carbohydrate diet was associated with a higher rate of reoccurrence in women who had breast cancer previously. Isn't this interesting? Mm-hmm. The Weight and Wellness Plan encourages low pro- eating low-processed carbohydrates. I mean, we re- encourage people to eat healthy vegetables, mm-hmm. but not processed carbohydrates. And so this is really a perfect cancer prevention plan, the mm-hmm. Weight and Wellness Plan. And, you know, your immune function is really based on what you eat. Right. Mm-hmm. So we were talking yes. about what we can do to prevent cold sore outbreaks this winter. Yes. So let's start by looking at the food as the solution. Since sugar reduces our immune function, it makes sense to reduce our sugar intake so that we also reduce a cold sore. Um, You know, you can see why so many people break out with a cold sore right around the holidays Mm -hmm. because sugar is everywhere we turn. 
So you have another reason to say no to the Christmas cookies, fudge, chocolate, pies, or whatever (laughs) else is sitting around this holiday season. But again, if you're looking to food to support your immune function, we come back to the protein, meat or fish. Yes. And my favorite kid-friendly idea to get kids to enjoy meat is to make a meatloaf recipe. And I talked about this earlier. Mm -hmm. You know, if you are gluten-sensitive, just use wild rice instead of the breadcrumbs. Or sometimes I use gluten-free oats. um, And bake them in muffin tins. And they're perfect. They're about two ounces a piece. Perfect. You know, I I, you can eat them with your hands. You don't Mm -hmm. even have to use a fork. Um, And my kids love these things. All of my kids. So it's really, it's going to support their learning. And it's also going to support their immune function. So if you're looking at a supplement, lysine, L-lysine is my go-to supplement to reduce cold sores. You know, lysine is actually an amino acid that blocks the effects from high levels of the amino acid called L-arginine. Now, L-arginine is great at reducing blood pressure, and arginine is usually found in nuts, especially almonds. But... You know, if you get exposed to sun and wind and maybe you have a cold or you have stress, like, you know, the students around final times when they're taking their final test, um, or that gives, you know, or if you're eating a lot of nuts, sometimes your arginine level is too high and then people break out in a cold sore. sore. And I didn't even know that. That was crazy. You learn, I learned something new every day. It's awesome. <laughs> so don't eat too many nuts. Nuts are wonderful. Just don't eat too many of them. Yeah, like we say, 16 almonds. Yes, Great. Right. Yes. <laughs> don't eat a cup of them. Yeah, that's right. That's where it gets you in trouble. <laughs> yes. And it's best to not take lysine for more than six straight months. Um, I often have people take lysine for three weeks and then stop for a week. And I do caution pregnant women um, or nursing women not to take lysine. Um, usually this is a time that they don't need lysine to fight off cold sores. So, so you know, we have a great lysine product that I use all the time at Nutritional Weight and Wellness called Super Lysine. And, you know, I recommend it a couple of, a right away when you get up in the morning on an empty stomach. And then if you do end up with an outbreak, we have a little cream that's called Super Lysine Cream, and you can put it right on the cold sore, and it kind of calms down yeah. that irritation and pain, actually. Right. So, Tamara, should we take a caller quick? Sure, let's take a caller. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Arlene, do you have a question today? Uh, Yes. I'm wondering if I can avoid taking Prilosec by diet. Oh, certainly. (laughs) You know, I think you have to look at what's causing that acid reflex, right? Mm -hmm. And um, you know, you know, I don't know. Well, a lot of times it's uh, the grains, Mm -hmm. the gluten. You know, if you're eating toast and uh, sweet rolls, sugar and gluten and grains and sometimes dairy products. Mm -hmm. So when we work with people individually, those are the things that we would recommend. And the things that are the easiest to digest are actually meat and vegetables. Mm-hmm. And then, Anna, do you want to talk a little bit about adding some acidophilus at bedtime? Yep. Um, one of the best things to kind of help neutralize that acidity in the stomach is something called acidophilus. It's just a really good bacteria that we find in the stomach. Um, and it helps reduce um, that acid reflux and heartburn. So, and I, we do that, usually we do it um, before bed, you know, on an empty stomach, um, two, two to three in, uh, per night. So, you know, and we work with a lot of people with the same mm-hmm. issue. It is 
a huge problem for people these days. Yes. And, and you know, but you can't be mm. on these acid blockers for a long time because then you aren't absorbing your calcium and then you can, has other problems. You can get osteoporosis. I mean, you mm-hmm. don't make your uh, B12 and you can have other problems. So it is important. I mean, you're right on, you're on the right path to try to get off of them. Yeah. Thank you. Great you're question welcome. for Great us. question. So let's talk about another supplement that is so yes. critical. Vitamin. Vitamin D. And we yeah. don't, we're not getting it right now, especially in Minnesota. I mean, yes. you know, it's cloudy today. and we, But anyway, so vitamin D is a very powerful natural antiviral. And it's, um, you know, it's what we are always banging the drum about. Yes, we are. We're mm-hmm. always talking about vitamin D and how important it is. So it's very, it's very helpful to, to prevent the cold and flu. Um, and research from the University of Copenhagen shows that vitamin D activates the immune system by alerting T cells to fight off infection. There we are. We got so those like T cells again. You know, alert. Um, and a report published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition also found that school children taking vitamin D were 58% less likely to catch influenza A. Um, and antiviral drugs reduced rates only by 8%. And so, and the, wow. so vitamin D, 58%. 58%. So just taking wonderful vitamin D, the sunshine vitamin wow. can help reduce that. Wow. And, you know, the, the problem is that about 60% of the population is deficient in vitamin D. Mm-hmm. So this is a really common issue. Yep. And so we really recommend that you get your levels checked. Ideally, we want to see levels between 50 and 80, which is the perfect range. So, Anna, you mentioned before on, when we were uh, just getting ready for the show that yeah. that um, you had a, cli- yes. a client. Yes, I had a client who came in. She was of African-American descent. She had very dark skin, and she was having all these problems, fatigue. She was catching everything under the sun. Um, she, she, could, she couldn't even make it to work. Um, and she had had her vitamin D level tested before she came in, and it was zero. Like, they couldn't even find traces of it in her system, which is crazy because it's a fat-soluble vitamin, too. Mm-hmm. And um, so um, I put her on very high levels of vitamin D um, for the first month that she was um, seeing me. Uh, you know, I got her off sugar and caffeine and, um, you know, got her on um, good meats and vegetables, and within two or three weeks, she was feeling like a totally different person. Wow. You know, so, and, you know, Tamari, we, we were just talking about how many people are low on vitamin D. Yesterday, I just had mm-hmm. a client, you know, her level was 17. She'd had it wow. checked very, very low. So I, again, I suggested 700. I use a vitamin D for 7, about 6,000. Or 7,000, 7, right I'm sorry, 7,000. <laughs> say that right. Yeah. Uh, for six weeks, and then go back and be tested. And, you know, low levels of vitamin D, it's going to affect your immune system and not only colds and viruses, but Mm -hmm. cancer. Uh So maybe just as kind of sum up this, what we've been talking about, Tamara, what do we have to stay away from? Well, first and foremost, sugar. Yes. (laughs) No sugar, because sugar reduces our immune function. So that's a big one. And and then we want to make sure that we're eating all those healthy proteins and vegetables. Because those are really the immune boosters. Yes. So, you know, meat, chicken, fish, all those things. Mm-hmm. For zinc. Good zinc yes. in that meat. Good zinc. And then you need to get away from drinking pop and juice and drink water. I mean, that's just, just common sense. Yep. And that's going to support your immune function. Exactly. And what about cod liver oil, which we talked about? A teaspoon a day of cod liver oil supplementing in increases and boosts your immune system. 
Yes. And then also we talked, remember we talked about grapefruit seed extract. Mm -hmm. That's very important. um, And it can, it can help alleviate sore throat or just prevent it. So, and then have your vitamin D level checked. Mm -hmm. And if you need to supplement with vitamin D3, supplement with vitamin D3, bring up your immune system and it's going to help your bones too. Yes. And vitamin C. We talked about good old vitamin C. (laughs) Put that in as a supplement to help with colds and boost your immune system. Very nice show. And uh, I know we didn't get to all the callers, but thank you for listening today. And stay well. Yes. Yes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.